Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday, the 23rd of November. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights contained therein. All right, well, let's head off with the scores on the doors overnight. A solid night in the US markets. The Dow Jones closing above 34,000. 34 and 98, up 398 points, or 1.18%. We had a high of 415 up and a low of 110 up, so never in negative territory for the whole day. NASDAQ was up 150 points, or 1.36%, 11,174 And the S&P 500 above 4,000, up 54 points, or 1.36%. So that was looking pretty good as well. The VIX index, the volatility index, as you would expect with this big dose of bullishness being given to the market at the moment, was down 4.7%, 21.37%, getting down to those lows. So that's an interesting uh, move from that. We did see SPY futures showing a gain of 62 points or 0.86 of a percent. And that follows the 42-point rise we had yesterday on the ASX 200, which was up 0.6 of a percent. So looks like a good day in store for us all round again. U.S. markets, though, were very thin. It is Thanksgiving week. Thursday is closed on the markets, and Friday is a half day. So um, not a lot of volume around, but certainly at the moment, the market wants what the market wants, and that is the want is to go higher, something we've talked about before. We did get some mixed earning results out of the US. Best Buy was up nearly 13% after it hiked its 2023 fiscal outlook. But Abercrombie and Fitch and American Eagle Outfitters also doing well. They were up 21% and 18% respectively. Zoom though fell nearly 4% and Dollar Tree slipped 7.8% on disappointing earnings. So, but trading volumes, as I say, were light in the US. Some of the stocks on the US market last night in the tech land, we had Apple up one and a half, Meta up 1.4, Google up 1.5, Microsoft up 1.2, Amazon up 0.5, Tesla finally breaking that losing streak was up 1.2%, Netflix up 0.6, the US banks doing well as well, JP Morgan up one and a half, the best of the bunch. And Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was up 1.4% there. And we did see energy prices going better. ExxonMobil was up 2.9% in the U.S. As far as uh, the bond markets go, 10 years in the U.S. 3.763%. Two years, 4.531%. So bond yields higher in the U.S. The U.S. dollar index, though, fell 0.6 0.6 of a percent and the Aussie dollar 66.44 so a little bit higher there then commodities on the back of that US dollar fall a slightly better environment for commodities we saw Brent crude up one and a half percent there uh, top exporter Saudi Arabia said OPEC plus was sticking with output cuts and could take further steps 
to balance the market. Don't forget, of course, that on December the 5th, which is just around the corner, the EU ban on Russian crude imports is set to start. And also the G7 plan that will allow shipping service providers to help export Russian oil, but only at enforced low prices. That'll be interesting to see how that pans out. But certainly the oil price was better last night. The WTI had a big bounce up 5.3%, $4 to 80.78. Gold pretty much unchanged on the back of that falling US dollar. Not very much going on there. Copper was up 1.5%. Nickel bouncing a little bit as well. 3.8% higher. Aluminium up 2.4%. Zinc down 0.14%. Lead down 0.4%. And tin up 3.2%. Looking at mining stocks across the board internationally, we had BHP in ADR form was up 2.6%. Rio was up 1.4%. Freeport up 4.8%. Alcoa up 5.9, Tech was down 1.1, Anglo up 1.7, Glencore up 3.6, Vale was down 1%, and Albemarle in the lithium space was pretty much unchanged there. In local news today, we did see the RBA Governor Philip Lowe last night in a speech entitled How We Got Inflation and Interest Rates So Wrong. Uh, He warned on climate change an ageing population, the breakdown of supply chains and the overhaul of the energy grid will put upward pressure on prices. And he also said that as the inflation moved around more often, it would be increasingly problematic for central banks to hold inflation with narrow target bans. So his job is going to get even harder, he says. In other news, FTX Australia's administrators have unearthed Uh, $42 million worth of uh, bank accounts linked to the local FTX operation. And it does seem that very significant sums are still outstanding for customers. So it looks like there's going to be a bit of a battle there to uh, get your money back if you've got money with FTX Australia. Also today, we've had uh, a number of uh, brokers upgrades and downgrades. And we have HMC Capital out this morning reaffirming its FY23 dividend per share guidance of 12 cents in line with FY22. We have seen TNE, which had a cracker of a result yesterday. Uh, That was upgraded to overweight at Wilson's. And CLSA has been doing some work on the property trust sector, or the REITs as they're now called. They've upgraded DXI, uh, DEXUS, DXS, and downgraded Charter Hall, CNI, Goodman Group as well, and others in the REIT sector. Selects Harvest downgraded to underperform from buy at CLSA, and Monodelphus downgraded to neutral from overweight at JP Morgan. In news for CSL, the FDA has approved CSL's bearing hemgenics for the treatment of adults with haemophilia B, and Fortescue at their AGM today, or rather yesterday, talked about opening up business of mining and refining rare earths. So that's an interesting move for them. In the papers today, Thomas Bravo pushing ahead with the Nearmap deal. $2.10 is the bid there. Stock currently trading at $1.99. Uh, that's despite uh, ongoing litigation for Nearmap and also soft trading conditions. And Talga, TLG, is pleased to advise that its project in Sweden has passed the European Investment Bank's prelim- preliminary screening for debt financing. We've also had a trading update this morning from Integrated Research. Provides trading update of their AGM year-to-date ARR trending in line 
with the same time last year. And we have seen a Volpara Health Technologies reporting H1 NPAT of a loss of 5.3 million New Zealand versus a year ago of 8.5 million New Zealand revenue, 16.9 million versus 12.3 million a year ago. So subscription revenue up 36% there. And Macquarie have forecast that Ramsey Healthcare shares would soar if it was to sell its European business. That's the French business there. They are looking at selling. As far as uh, other news goes today, word of the year has been announced, and it is teal. There we go, teal being the word of the year. And the question of the day today, something we discussed yesterday on Ausbiz, CBA, close to a record high at the moment. Do you think that's justified? Uh, Should CBA be at a record high? Class Act, uh, obviously the number one pick in the banking sector. Uh, But where to from here for CBA at this record high? Does it continue to push higher? We hear talk of recession. We hear talk of the housing price collapse, the cliff that is facing some borrowers as their fixed loans expire next year. Yet CBA here is at a record high, and of course part of the reason why the market is going to push through 7200 today. So what do you think of CBA, and I guess the other banks of these kind of prices? Well that's it from me today, thanks very much for listening, have a great day, and as always, may the trading gods be with you.